2: Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds show. All right, so people believe there's there's more growth and more of a runway here with this Mississippi State offense. Um you know, I actually agree. Um I mean, think about this. Arguably, Steve, they're two most talented wide receivers. RaRa Thomas, one catch, 9 yards. Tulu Griffin, one catch, 33 yards and they won by 23 points. I actually think that says that there's more growth and more runway with the offense.
3: I agree 100%. And let's go back to last week's conversation. You know, Jaden and Wally and, and Austin Williams, not really part of the offense in the win over Texas A&M. Then they both get touchdowns this week. You know, So it's, it's like it just speaks to the depth of this room that you can have a guy that maybe the defense wants to take away from you and you just adjust. You just kind of adjust your your play calling and say, okay, well, you're going to take this guy. Well, we'll just go with this guy. And I think, you know, Ra rai has the big game last week. He doesn't have a big game this week. I mean, so that puts him on schedule to, to be the SEC player of the week at Kentucky, right? I mean, it's like, you know, it, it's a different hero
2: each week. And I don't think that's about inconsistency.
3: I think that just really speaks to the depth of the wide receiver room.
2: Anything on injuries coming out of the Arkansas game that you know of? Or that you can talk about? I think, <laughs> Yeah, well, I think State's
3: actually going to be in probably as good a shape as you could be in at the midway point in the season. Jordan Davis didn't play last week. He's expected to be available this week. Uh, John Lewis didn't play last week. He's expected to be available this week. Uh, Dollar Bill Johnson didn't play. Should be available this week. I think that, you know, really the only guy you're looking at, you know, for this Kentucky game that may not make the trip due to injuries is and I think he's still probably, you know, a week or two away, but, you, know, you when you look at how well that defensive front's playing right now, and then all of a sudden you add him to the, to the mix, and obviously he's not going to be 100 percent for a while. Uh, I think it only bodes well for for Mississippi State, but the um, you know, state from a health standpoint appears to be in good shape. You know, and I know Deshaun Page was out. So there's a possibility that he may be back this week, if not the next. And so, uh, you know, I think State can probably feel pretty good about where they sit. Just got to continue to stay healthy and continue to work hard.
2: What about JP Purvis? filling in and maybe playing better than who he's filling in for
3: yeah i kind of joke with jet johnson in postgame i said tell me why jp purvis should win the husband trophy i mean that's uh it's incredible to think about this is a guy that uh nearly lost football two years ago you know i mean it's, uh, that's how that's how serious that situation was and and then he's a safety then he grows into a linebacker and then matt brock and those guys have worked with him and yeah, you know, I think he is quickly becoming a fan favorite because we knew that depth at linebacker was a concern, and now all of a sudden he's forced to play, and he shot out of a cannon, had a huge game against A&M, had A and M, good game against Arkansas, and I think now, you know, you begin to realize maybe we need to find a way to get this guy on the skeleton Field a little bit more, and hopefully that keeps Bucky Watson fresher later in the season.
1: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal.
2: Uh, this That's a uh, busy secondary to get your name kind of on the banner with the guys that have come through there that have gone on to the NFL. um, like Smoot, Big Play Slay, Banks, Winning the Thorpe, among others. This guy is riding his way into the history book as one of the best DBs to ever play at Mississippi State.
3: There's no question, and what's what's different about him and the other three guys is that they were kind of non-commodities, like in like in the preseason stuff. Everybody kind of knew they were in the mocks. They were, you know, all SEC type guys. Emmanuel Forbes is so incredibly disrespected by the SEC media. It is an absolute joke that that kid wasn't first team All SEC, and it's like, well, he plays Mississippi State. I mean, that, that, that's your criteria to vote, and don't vote. You know, it's just like some guy voting Vanderbilt to win the SEC. And that's a that's a tree that we can chop down later. But the reality of it is Emmanuel Forbes is making everybody that didn't vote him first team look incredibly stupid. That athletic play that he made on the pick, and listen, that's a ball that shouldn't have been thrown. But that's not Forbes' decision. But he elevates up there. He picks the ball off. That guy's a difference maker. And I think the more times people see him on film, I think it's actually going to help the Camryon Richardson. That I think people are going to go his way, and I think he's more than up for the challenge. And if you look at the the amount of tackles that guy is getting here in recent weeks, because he's getting downhill on people, I think this is the best, arguably the best tandem a corner state's had since Slay and Banks.
2: All right, we'll leave it there. Steve Robertson, two four seven sports jeans page. He joined us on the Duseki guest line. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. See ya. All right. So We may bring Steve back for a Kentucky preview. He did talk about, I think Blake may have mentioned it in the second segment of the first hour, which may feel like 15 hours ago. I was going to say, was that last Um, week? (laughs) Kentucky pass rush is not good. They have had some good ones as of late that could obviously play in Mississippi State's favor as they want to win there for the first time since Dak and them went up there in 2014
0: and won. How is that possible that they haven't? One in kentucky since then that's crazy well
2: in 16 i was there and uh that, that was, the was early in the year when um they just didn't have any idea who they were nick fitzgerald had taken over on offense peter sermon defensive coordinator they they kicked a
0: 52 yeah.
2: yard field goal at the end of the game and then in 18, um, Joe Moorhead <laughs> I was there. decided to. Was the kid's name Josh Allen?
0: Yes. He plays for the Jaguars. Yeah, okay. they he dominated. decided
2: to make Josh Allen $20 million. He did. And not block him all night. Yep. To where Nick Fitzgerald got smoked. Yep. All night and never adjusted play calling off of him. Nope. Which was truly remarkable. Um, from Joe Moorhead. Yes. And that's all, all and then that 2020, they went up there with uh, that roster of a true freshman quarterback and all that. And yeah, turned which it is over, crazy. I think, five times or something. Crazy that, yeah. that they hadn't. But yeah, I mean, oh, look, Kentucky's Hold been... Hold on, did I just hit all those right? Yeah. yeah 16, 18, 20. Got Kentucky's
0: it. been better than they've ever been over the last decade anyway. Sure. So I, I get that too. But yeah, it's. I think you saw Arkansas, who was either second or third in the country at... QB pressures. They had two of the top five sack getters on the year, and they couldn't get to Will Rogers. Now, part of that is scheme. Barry Odom decided we won't bring pressure, and they diced it up. Kentucky has struggled to get to the QB, whether they bring pressure or not. It should bode well for Mississippi State and that offense that looks like it's hitting on all cylinders as it hits the halfway point of the season.
1: Yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
2: chumbacasino.com Jumba. No purchase necessary. For by law Eighteen plus terms and
1: conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Can we switch gears? Yeah. It's National Kick Butt Day. Do you feel like you've kicked butt today? Absolutely. Okay. Mondays are tough, but I feel like we've done them. All right. So, um here's what they talk about. It, the day aims to motivate marketers and advertisers and those in the business world to work smarter and harder toward their goals.
3: Yeah, you damn right.
2: I thought it
0: was smarter, not harder.
2: It said both.
0: Uh, yeah, but I, no, I just I don't mean what they're telling you. I thought like the whole colloquial term was work smarter, not harder. It is, is that the phrase. Yeah,
2: it is. Why well, would I want to work hard it, while striving to outdo the competitor? I mean, we definitely do that. And also, be sure to take stock of your achievements, which you do that, and how far <laughs> you've come. Take take stock of your achievements. Well, I'm just telling you what the deal is on national kickboxing. I know how
0: far we've come. I wonder how far A and M's going to go.
2: We ain't going nowhere. Oh, that's right. They're you know, not going anywhere. A and M.
0: They're losing three more games. They're going six a, and six. Uh, week off. They're going six and six. I think that's about right. They're going to lose to Ole Miss at home. Yes. And then of the three at South Carolina, Florida, and at Auburn, they're losing one of those two. Yeah which will give them five losses heading into their last game against LSU at home. And then I don't know what will happen there. That will be two really bad teams that no one will care about at that point.
2: Wow, wow, wow.
0: LSU has to play at Florida this weekend and Ole Miss at home the next weekend. Yeah, it's not good. Ole Miss is catching teams at the perfect time. You catch Auburn after an absolute skull dragging uh, by Georgia. That team is done. Auburn is terrible. They've lost three of their last four. Their only win was Missouri in their last four games, and they barely won that in overtime. So you're catching, catching Auburn at a perfect time. Then you catch LSU, and LSU will have had to have played to, at Auburn, Tennessee at home, at Florida, and then Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean, if you're Ole Miss, you can't ask for a better schedule to start.
2: No. we, No doubt about that. Hey, I want to go back to the tickets um, at the at the Bama-Tennessee game. Yeah. We had someone on the Ag Up Equipment text line tell us that it's $1,300 per ticket here in Chattanooga is the cheapest I have heard around here. What? That's not expensive.
0: Tennessee fans... Okay, what do we talk about? Texas fans have been this way, too. They're desperate to be good. Desperate to be... Tennessee fans have wanted to be good since they were bad in, like, 99 or whatever, 2000, right after their championship. Right? Like, they... They have wanted to be back on the national stage since Phil Fulmer left in 07 or 08. This is it. This is their moment.
2: I mean, of of course the the tickets are only going to go up. Yeah, they're the best team in the league, but that doesn't mean that they'll make it to Atlanta. No. Because of their schedule. If you don't pull Alabama,
0: different ballgame. But you you pull Bama and Georgia every year if you're Tennessee. Well, until... Two years, well, right? Yeah. Whenever this changes, right. but up into from from the split until now, they've pulled Bama and Georgia every year. It's a tough. That's a tough get.
2: Yeah. Kinda of like Mississippi State's pulled Bama and LSU every year. Yeah. For sixty years.
0: Yeah. No, I, you're right. I, look, Tennessee. This is to me. This weekend's incredible. You have Tennessee, I mean, Ole Miss, Alabama had a bye week
2: last weekend. Yeah.
0: And they still almost they lost. played Vanderbilt.
2: They didn't almost lose. <laughs> Good hell.
0: Down three and a half. It you're well trying a, to. You, might as well I mean, be long. That's loss. fine.
2: You're trying to 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 rev it up a little bit.
0: I, um, you've heard. Look, I've said Alabama or Ole Miss has an inside shot at the SEC West title. They do. They do.
2: I need to see them play somebody that has a heartbeat. I don't disagree, but and, you and play well.
0: You're six and zero against the six teams you've played. How many teams have State and Ole Miss trotted out who would have lost to a team that Ole Miss has played through six weeks? It's happened. Oh well, we see it all the time. Yeah, in the so of the so I got to give Kiffin credit that he's doing it. And Vanderbilt is a bye week. I don't, I understand.
2: They get more out of scrimmaging each other. You're six and
0: O, and that's the only six you had to play. We've seen State and Ole Miss waste opportunities like this before.
2: That's one of the worst Vanderbilt teams I've ever watched in my life, and that's saying something.
0: Yeah, but you're six and O, and that's all that matters. Inside track to Atlanta, baby.
2: I don't think Vanderbilt could win a game in the Big Twelve. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Lunch brought to you by Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor and Ridgeland. Bulldog Burger in Startville and Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. show is also brought to you by Juniker. Juniker Jewelry Store, Highland Colony in Madison. Guys, they'll make you look like a rock star when you're looking for that engagement wedding ring. Juniker Jewelry Store in Madison. Thanks for listening.